Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring Arizona State University golfer Ashley Manning. Ashley, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Really glad to get you on the podcast here. It's just always fun to get, you know, I love having women golfers on and just telling your story because every golfer has a different story. So really glad to get you on the podcast today. Um, But how have things been lately? Summertime for you, kind of in the off season, but always grinding, you know, how's the summer been for you? Honestly, I've been taking the summer pretty easy. I did play maybe three events. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to be playing one more gotcha. right before school starts, but pretty much, I don't know, kind of vacation time for me. Absolutely. I'm tired after like nationals and back-to-back events. And yeah, I thought I kind of needed some time off and a little bit time away from golf. Yeah. So yeah, it's been Absolutely. good. Well, that's great. You know, I mean, it's, it's always nice to kind of take a little bit of a break because, I mean, I know what it's like to have that little burnt out feeling or a little tired from playing. So it's always nice to have that little escape, you know, yeah. um, but I'm glad that everything's been going great this summer. I like to bring it back all the way to the beginning of your journey. I mean, where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? So I was originally born in Singapore. Yeah. And- I lived there for 10 years and then I moved to the States, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I started when I was five, picked it up because of my brother and my dad kind of gotcha. always wanted to beat my brother and everything. Yeah. So he was like, he would chip in the backyard with my dad and I would go out there and like try and beat him or whatever. And then my parents were like, okay, maybe we just throw her in some golf lessons. And so went to an Australian coach in Singapore. All right. Until I um, basically moved here. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've just been golfing here in Arizona and kind of wherever in the States. Absolutely. Well, I mean, if you're going to move to a place where there's a lot of golf, Arizona is the way to go. <laughs> but I think that's so cool. You know, I'm doing my research and, you know, being from Singapore, I'm really interested in kind of what was it like, like growing up and playing golf there, you know, for the time being that you were there for? What was that like? It's different for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, it's a small island. Mm-hmm. It, in an hour, go from one end to the other. So yeah. probably, I think now only like five or six golf courses out there. Wow. And I don't know. It was it was okay. Started mm-hmm. off with just mostly like range work, chipping, not much playing, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then I moved here to the States and I got the opportunity to play more. And that was one of the reasons why we moved back to, back as well. Gotcha. My dad wanted us to, you know, play more events and mm-hmm. play more golf on, you know, actual courses. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's definitely a different environment, but it's, it's good. They're growing the golf program there right now. That is awesome. I think it's just really cool to kind of hear, you know, I've had numerous guests that are from other countries and they come for college golf or they move and, uh, you know, and it's just really interesting. I mean, I think it's really cool to kind of hear what it's like, you know, what it was like in Singapore for you. And now that you're in Arizona, I mean, like I said, yeah, there's golf everywhere you can think of in Arizona, but I mean, kind of talk about your high school days. You know, I know you lived in Singapore for 10 years, but I'm sure, you know, you came to Arizona, played in high school, you know, where'd you go and what were your high school days like? So I went to Xavier College Prep gotcha. in, in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And I live in Surprise. So it was like an hour commute for me. Oh, wow. But it was worth it. I mean, the golf team is kind of legendary out there. Yeah. My head coach from Arizona State, Missy, mm-hmm. he actually went to this high school. Uh, Cheyenne Woods went to this high school. I think um, Heather Farr. Uh-huh. Yeah. So a lot of golfers came out of here. And I don't know, I just wanted to be surrounded by like good golfers and play on a good golf team and get a great education as well. So um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're really definitely like wanting to challenge yourself and develop yourself as at such a young age. I mean, that's really interesting. And I mean, outside of, you know, the college prep and everything like that, which I'm sure was super competitive. Um, you know, did you play in junior tournaments kind of in the local area? Did you do a lot of traveling outside of Arizona? You know, what was your junior career like a little bit? 
So I originally started playing just a lot of junior events here in Arizona. A uh-huh. bit, you know, if I was of the age, I would play like U.S. Kids and then I would play Southwest PGA. I played Junior Golf Association of Arizona, mm-hmm. play AJGAs. And then like as slowly as I like built up more like stars. Yeah. I think that's like the points they use for the AJGA. And, yeah. Like, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got into the more national events. So I would yeah. travel more. I play like the invitationals. So you kind of get exposed to a lot of different like courses and environments. And I don't know, you get to meet a lot of different people as well, which is awesome. Yeah. So I was traveling probably three times a month. Wow. Sure. Yeah. Going to like different tournaments and stuff. And it made school hard for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's common for junior golfers to, you know, turn to homeschooling because they want to, you know, compete at the highest level. Yeah. So I, it was just, it was a challenge trying to juggle mm-hmm. a college prep and like playing golf at a high level too. Absolutely. But I think it was good for college for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you kind of have to deal with the same thing, going to classes you know, keeping your grades up, finishing your homework on the road, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very similar and you're kind of getting a glimpse into what your college, you know, college golf is going to be like, kind of like what you said, you know, so whenever at your college prep, was there like a team that you played for there too, or were you focusing just mostly junior tournaments and just getting exposure that way? I did play for the golf team at Xavier. Okay, gotcha. Yes, yes. and so Sister Lynn, mm-hmm. who is the head coach, she's a nun. She runs because it's a Catholic all-girls school. Yeah, very intriguing. So she <laughs> has coached everyone basically since like the beginning of this golf team. So wow. she's my head coach at Arizona State. Uh And she even coached me and she's still doing it now. Um, And she's like the most enthusiastic person ever, which is crazy because she's awesome. She's kind of like older. She's like 70 something. Um, But yes, I would play for the high school and then I would do tournaments outside of high school as well. Wow. So, I mean, that that's, that's intense. I mean, I know some people, they don't even like do high school golf and they just do mostly junior tournaments, but I mean, you're doing both. I mean, you're maximizing your playing abilities here at such a young age. To be honest, while I was doing it, I didn't realize how much I was doing. Yeah. You were just like, yeah, I was just like on the go 24 seven. Didn't really think too much about it. Cause like, I liked it. I like hanging out with the team and stuff. Cause you know, when you're playing these AJGAs and like national events, you don't really have that like team aspect and right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it was nice to kind of like bond with the girls and stuff, but it only lasts for, I think it's like three months for the golf season mm-hmm. at, you know, in high school. Yeah. So it'll probably finish up before December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's fun. It was a yeah. good thing that, yeah, I do. Yeah, that is just intense. I mean, that's really applauding for everything that you've done there. And I mean, just, I mean, I have some accolades here just from your junior career that I have just here ready to go. Um, You were a three-time AIA Division I individual state champion, took home the 2018 state title um, by going four under at Tucson National Golf Course. During your junior season in 2018, Xavier, you won the title by 33 strokes. I mean, just killed the field um one uh, one of a select few female arizona high school golfers that won three division individual uh state titles and i mean you earned i i this is an insane number but uh is this 43 total victories in in your is that right before or prior to arriving to arizona state and stuff i mean that is amazing Thank you. Yeah. I, well, it kind of helped that I played a lot of events as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, geez, I mean, that is crazy. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I don't know. Surprisingly enough, I didn't practice a lot. I barely you practiced. You don't have time I, to. <laughs> I, I didn't like, I just went out and played like that's yeah. all basically. Yeah. I think that really kind of shows like, you know, some people, they're range rats or something, you know, and they're just constantly grinding. But a lot of people say you got to get out there and you play in those tournament rounds because that's that's where the coaches are looking for. You know what I mean? And 
I mean, you God, know? you don't have time to practice. You're constantly playing, like you said. <laughs> yeah, and it's about scoring too. You kind of like develop how to score and mm-hmm. you learn how to score when you're young. Cause I mean, you're not going to be hitting it perfect every time you go out and play. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. So you kind of have to learn to work with what you have. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. It's great to go, you know, practice and work on your swing or work on whatever technique. But mm-hmm. doing it all the time, 24-7 as practice, is, I don't think it's too conducive or yeah. beneficial. Right. I, I would completely agree with you there. And I mean, it's, it's about man, like you said, when you're, you're not going to hit it perfect all the time. And when you're managing those, those, those rounds to be, you know, maybe you don't have it that all that day, but if you're managing your rounds to be somewhere around par or a little over par or something, I mean, that's, that's huge than shooting 80, you know, and you're just throwing the talent or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, gosh, you learned that at a very young age, which is amazing. Um, and I mean, you were also ranked as high as 114th in the women amateur golf rankings. Um, you also played, and I think this is a really cool event, but is the pure insurance championship at Pebble Beach. You played alongside Tom Lehman. Um, yeah, I think that's just really interesting that you got to play in that event and you ended up winning your division and stuff. I really wanted to just kind of talk about that event and we'll talk about, you know, all the, uh, you know, a few of the other, you know, victories that you had and stuff, but I just want to talk about that pure insurance championship a little bit and what that kind of meant to you to play in. So this was right before COVID hit, I think. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, I've been kind of waiting almost my entire junior career to play in this event. Cause you mm-hmm. kind of have to be, I think a senior mm-hmm. in high to qualify for it mm-hmm. with the first tee and so it's like a pretty rigorous process to get into this event like you have to do an interview you have to do like essays wow and, yeah so and then you have to like wait and get selected and mm-hmm. whatever and I mean it was awesome getting to play Pebble Beach amazing I mean the course is was immaculate for the event Mm-hmm. and Tom Lehman was awesome like he kind of, he gave so much advice and he's local actually he's from Arizona so yeah, yeah that's I awesome. actually I run into him at, like when I I think when I was still a junior golfer I ran into him in a couple junior events because his like younger son yeah plays junior golf yeah uh-huh. yeah so it's so funny what was that like when you'd see him you know was it like hey <laughs> yeah it was he actually like purposely came out to watch me for a couple holes because his son was like on the back nine I think he's like oh I, like she's playing this event and so he came out and watched me a couple holes which that is, is awesome that is yeah. so cool yeah it's super cool I mean like a, you meet a lot of people through golf it's crazy and like the connections and relationships you make it's awesome I mean so many of my close friends I meet through golf so absolutely gosh that is so cool and i mean just that i mean that is a you know pretty intense process i mean they don't just let anybody play in that tournament it seems like and um yeah i think that's just such an, a great opportunity and for you to win your division and everything like that i mean geez just add it to the add it to the wins for you i mean it was just so awesome and and that's another thing i want to talk about is i mean all the victories that you had and all the tournaments that you played in and stuff i mean what did that mean to you at such an age, knowing that, you know, you have more than what it takes to win all these tournaments? And I mean, what did that kind of show the kind of player you were? I don't know. I mean, yeah, honestly, I just like winning. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't know. It was nice. And I liked being in the hunt and mm-hmm. you kind of, you have to learn how to win. It's almost like, I would say like a skill, like I've talked to a couple like professional athletes too. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, you kind of need to learn how to like close out. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it was fun. I like beating people. Oh my gosh. That sounds so bad. But... <laughs> well, Hey, I mean, there's, it's that competitiveness. I mean, gosh, every, I've, if you're not competitive, I mean, then yeah. you might, you might, might want to think about a different sport. So, I mean, I, I totally yeah. understand though. I totally understand it. Yeah. And I like playing well as you know, as well. Mm-hmm. I like trying to push myself and like set many goals in the golf course and be like, okay, I want to shoot like, you know, six under or today, or, you know, I want to make no bogeys today or, mm-hmm. you know, like small things like that. Just, yeah, kinda, it's yeah. fun. And absolutely. A lot of people kind of get in their head, like 
playing by themselves or whatever Mm -hmm. golf or like just in general like they they're not used to individual sports but I love it. It's kind of like playing own, my own mind games, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hey, you, yeah. the thing about golf is it's such a mental game that you, I mean, you got to find ways to benefit, you know, whenever you're playing or just something that kind of makes you stand out from everybody else. I mean, Hey, if that's what you got to do to get out there and win, then Hey, you ought to do it. <laughs> but I think it is just so amazing where I'm looking at that number and just everything that you've done. I mean, you had a lot of a lot of success in your junior career. Like I said, you had all those wins and everything like that. I mean, just how much did that kind of help you whenever you started the recruiting process? I know you played in a lot of AJJ events, got exposure too. But I mean, what when what was the recruiting process like for you? I was very fortunate to have a lot of options when I was mm-hmm. a junior golfer. It made it definitely easier because I was like playing a lot of tournaments everywhere so I was kind of exposed to yeah. like, the golfing community and stuff and mm-hmm. like you I don't know get to see coaches when you play AJGAs and like they'll follow you or whatever and yeah I mean it definitely made it way easier like I this sounds so bad but <laughs> I don't think I emailed a single coach uh-huh yeah well I mean with I, your with your resume real, you don't yeah. need to <laughs> And, you know, I probably should have, maybe, like, I don't know, but I, I I don't know. I was just so focused on golf and I was like, oh yeah, like I'll deal with this later. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of kept pushing it off, but I ended up at Arizona State, which I love. So absolutely. I mean, whenever you're looking at committing to schools, I mean, obviously you committed to Arizona State, Um, you know, were there kind of a handful of schools that you were looking at potentially as well? So basically, I think I started the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. And I was in like eighth grade. Gotcha. Gotcha. And this was before I think the NCAA rules changed. Yeah. The whole like you can't talk to them until like junior year, a certain date and stuff. Yeah. So, like I, I think I was talking to a couple coaches. ASU definitely picked up on me pretty early because I, I mean, I live here and stuff. But yeah, I, I mean, I looked at a lot of colleges. I definitely didn't want to stay in Arizona when I first. Mm-hmm. Oh really? College. Yeah, I was like. Nope, I'm not staying here. I want to leave Interesting. as far away as possible. Yeah. This was like, you know, I was in eighth grade. So I was like, you know, you're hitting puberty and you're like, oh, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Get away uh-huh. from my parents. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And then um, slowly, I don't know, I just came to really enjoy Arizona. I like the courses and the coaches are awesome. They've been following me forever. Facilities, undeniably amazing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to stay here. I mean, it's, you know, far away enough for me, mm-hmm. to, like not have to come home every right, month, right. Or month, uh-huh. kind of do my own thing in Tempe. And then absolutely if I want to come home. I can. So, yeah, I mean, they, it makes total sense. I mean, Arizona state is, I mean, the facilities at Arizona state and the history that they have, I mean, men's program is amazing, but gosh, that women's program is just known for producing really good players and I mean just all the accomplishments that they've had it's really hard to say no (laughs) so I mean Arizona State it seemed like a great fit and I'm glad that you know you've been really enjoying your time there Um, you know I'm really curious about from your point of view how has your time been at Arizona State maybe kind of take us through a week um, you know in the life of a Sun Devil on the women's golf team okay well life has been awesome I love Arizona State the campus is great. Like it fits me perfectly, you know, and it's hot all the time. I mean, and it's pretty, like, I wouldn't say it's hot during the winter, but it's right now it's hot (laughs) right now. It's really hot, but I love it. Like I love the heat, but anyways, day in the life, probably let's see, just depending on the schedule that I have, Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate that I have a lot of uh, college credits coming out of high school. Gotcha. So I don't have to take as many classes mm-hmm. and I can do a lot of them like online as well. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so I probably had, I think, three classes in person uh-huh. and then two or three online last semester. Gotcha. So just depending on like however I want to schedule it, I'll just do that. And then, but usually in the morning we'll have classes Mm -hmm. and then from 12 onwards, we need to be free for Mm -hmm. golf and practice and stuff. 
Yeah. So probably start practice around like one. I would do class probably from like eight to 12. Gotcha. Uh, grab lunch of the bird, you know, depending on what we have scheduled for the day. We'll go play. We'll do games, chipping games, putting games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll free practice. Uh, we work with like mental coaches sometimes. So just depending on the day. I mean, our coach kind of like gives us a schedule ahead of time. So we kind of have an idea. Mm-hmm. And then we'll work out usually in the afternoon, which is a little different from a lot of other college yeah. teams. Uh-huh. I think a lot of them like practice in the morning and do workouts in the morning and then yeah. practice in the afternoon. So uh-huh. kind of, like flipped. Yeah. And then we'll probably end practice around like maybe five latest mm-hmm. and then workouts start like maybe like five to six. Gotcha. Yeah. And then we're free for the rest of the night to like, I don't know, sleep, eat, party (laughs) and then wake up and do it again (laughs) then you wake up and you do it again and like a lot of you know depending on how you do your schedule you Mm -hmm. can have like complete off days from schools yeah so you can go maybe two days a week to school or Mm -hmm. you can make it five days three days four days just depends on like how you want to do it absolutely great about going to like a larger college with more like flexibility i would say Mm mm-hmm I mean, it's just, it's, it's a pretty intense schedule. I know with the college golf and balancing it with academics and stuff like that, but it's great that you kind of came in with a lot of credits and now the ability to do a lot of online classes. I mean, that is huge for college athletes. It seems like. Yeah, it is huge. And, but the downside with having so many college credits coming into college was that I had to decide my major like ASAP. Right, right. I ended up choosing, well, I was in finance. Then mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I can't with accounting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Accounting. Um, Absolutely. This is not it for me. I can't, uh-huh. Like I, I can do it, but uh-huh. yeah. like, with travel is almost impossible. Like I was just so stressed out of my mm-hmm. head. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just switching. So I chose sports business. There you go. Nice. I'm going to be graduating here this year, actually. Wow. So That's I'll awesome. Have yeah, I'll have like one more year mm-hmm. left and I might do like a master's program, I think. So, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that's super interesting. I mean, it's just, it's it's amazing to hear kind of somebody that is at the university and just everything that Arizona State offers. I mean, you're talking about, I mean, you would talk about the bird going there, eating lunch. I mean, the facilities that you ladies have are just amazing there. I mean, just uh, and then the schedule and not only the, not only your week to week schedule, but just the competition schedule that you ladies get to go play and travel around. And I, it's just amazing. God, the life of being at Arizona state is amazing. It seems like. It's awesome. And I mean, <laughs> we're really close to the men's team as well. So, yeah. cause we're in the same building as them and we have the, basically the same schedule. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the bird about around like the same time. Sometimes it'll play and then, or we'll go play, but if we're like off and we have like our own practice time and they do too, we'll like ask the guys like, Hey, do you want to do like play 21, do a chipping game, maybe mm-hmm. playing game competition going on at the bird. Uh, you get to know them pretty well too. And they're great golfers. I mean, you probably know a lot of them and yeah, a lot of them have turned pro and so it's awesome. And yeah, it's just a tightly knit team for sure. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Dolan Auto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Kenyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says, They're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Absolutely. When it's great that, I mean, you probably learning stuff from the men's team and they're learning stuff from the women's team. I mean, it's just, that's a really great dynamic to have, you know, in, in college and whenever you're practicing and it's just, yeah, that's all. That's amazing. And I mean, I have some, 
once again, I got some stats here for you from your freshman year. And I mean, you put together one of the best freshman year seasons in the program, capping it off of the fourth place finish at the national championship. Um, and it was the highest finish by a Sun Devil in the NCAAs um, since back in 2017. Um, you were 2021 WGCA All-American Honorable Mention, the first freshman and the Pac-12 All-Conference Honorable Mention selection and one of only three freshmen to earn that, earn that spot on the team. Um, you know, you made your collegiate debut a memorable one by shooting 66 in the second round at the Sun Devil Winter Classic. Finished in the top 20 at six of the seven events. I mean, just came out of the gates firing. I mean, you, just tell me about kind of maybe the playing aspect of it a little bit. And what was it like going out there and having that early success in your freshman year of college as a Sun Devil? I mean, it was great. But honestly, just having such a good golf team at Arizona State, it made it feel like, okay, this is... Like, I felt like I was almost not doing enough because, I mean, my teammates were just amazing. Like, Lynn Grant was on the team. I think she won, like, four or five tournaments, like, back-to-back. You're kind of like, uh. Yeah, and then, like, Olivia Mahaffey, like, she's, you know, legendary, four or five-time All-American. I mean, just being surrounded by them and, you know, getting to see how they practice and, like, how – they play and um, always having to compete for a spot on that mm-hmm. team. Yeah, it was, it was good motivation. And I felt like, you know, I kind of had to step up my game and play well. And, but going back to the question, I would say, you know, I felt like I had to shoot those scores in order to compete. Cause you know, it's either you get top 10 exemption or. Yeah. <laughs> you have to qualify the next week. And I was like, I really kind of don't want to do that. Don't want to qualify. Yeah. It's stressful. I I don't. And, um, I actually, and I wanted to play, you know, the tournaments. I think I missed my first, our first event of the Mm -hmm. season. And cause I didn't qualify by one shot or something like that. And I was so sad. I was crying. Yeah. You're making sure that doesn't happen again. But honestly, I think it was for the best because it was snowing that week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It was snowing in Arizona, which is the wildest thing. That does that hardly ever happens. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe this is a sign. Yeah. Maybe it was for the best, but Uh it it was awesome. I mean, you know, having great teammates to push you and yeah, it's yeah. And they're so supportive too. There's like no drama at all. And you know, that's really rare. I would say for female teams Mm -hmm. yeah it's great to have that you know kind of chemistry with the team because you're Mm -hmm. you're spending a lot of time with them you're practicing you're hanging outside you know outside of golf and you're traveling and I mean there's a lot of time being spent with your teammates so it's great that you have that you know tight-knit team like you said so that's really nice to have it's actually crazy enough I didn't think how much like I would spend this much time with my teammates yeah you really get to know them it's like I mean, staying in hotel rooms together, traveling, like you yeah, really yeah. know people and like mm-hmm. dinner, you almost kind of get tired of them by the end of like season. <laughs> You're like, okay, I need a break. I, I need a break. I won't talk to you for two months and then I'll <laughs> see you later. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and just all the, you know, shenanigans that happens, you know, it's yeah. just only built, makes the relationships that much stronger. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is just so fun to hear the hear these kind of experiences and stuff like that, especially whenever you know, you're talking about qualifying and competing within the team. I think that just speaks volumes on the kind of depth that Arizona State has and has had in previous years. So, um, but I mean, this past you know this last season, you have some amazing play, amazing players on your team, including yourself. I mean, what was it like playing alongside your teammates in competition and making it all the way to nationals this past year, knowing it was at Greyhawk and stuff? Um, it was good. I would say even I didn't play my best this season. Kind of yeah. just struggled with just you know just my game, trying to figure it out, balance everything out, but. It was different for sure. It kind of felt like a freshman year for me because mm-hmm. I didn't get that fall season with COVID last year. So yeah, yeah. it was kind of like just new, you know, everything. How should I go about this? We weren't competing last year. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've never played here before and what whatnot. But um, 
it was great getting to, you know, play with my team. And we played well, qualified well at regionals, even though we didn't have a great Pac-12 showing. Mm-hmm. It was just pouring rain that week. It was unfortunate. Oh, in Washington. My goodness. Yeah. It, we had to squeegee the greens. Yeah. That's how bad it was. I, I remember was, seeing videos. I'm like, that is unplayable. No way. It, it was unplayable. I swear. Like, the <laughs> fact that we had a squeegee person on every green was just insane. It was funny. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. But yeah, I mean, we unfortunately, we didn't play great, but we came back, played well at regionals mm-hmm. at Carston Creek, uh, made it to nationals. And yeah, I think we missed the cut by two shots mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it just hurts so bad I mean we we were all just like oh my gosh I, we can all think of two shots that we could have you know right made but at the end of the day getting to compete with my team at home was just mm-hmm. amazing like I basically kind of grew up in gray like playing Greyhawk and stuff played yeah. a lot of senior events there and uh I don't know it's nice it's comforting I get to have like my family out I get, you know, to see a lot of the people I knew, like working the tournament or like the volunteers, they always say hi to me because they recognize me from like the Thunderbird Invitational and, you right. know, local events. So it's, it's awesome. It's, it feels great. Absolutely. When, I mean, you got the TV cameras there and I mean, that's just, yeah. that's a whole other aspect of that, you know, that I love that college golf is getting more of, um, but I think it's just so cool to hear how good of a team you ladies are. And I know that, you know, obviously there's ups and downs in the game of golf and you maybe didn't, didn't make the cut, you know, that you wanted to for match play. But I mean, there is so much talent within your team and, you know, I'm just really excited for not only this next season, but, you know, for future years for the program and yourself, um, you know, you're heading into your junior year. I know you said you might be doing a master's program and stuff. So are you going to be, whenever you're doing your masters, you're going to be playing as well then, or is it just masters only? Uh, yes, I'll probably be playing. Well, because I'm only going to, I'm going to be a junior this August. Right. So I'll technically graduate with my undergrad mm-hmm. year and then do like a master's program during my senior year. of gotcha. Yeah. So right. I don't get a COVID year, unfortunately. Yeah, I see. But it's nice that, you know, you, you, I mean, she's graduating with your undergrad and and it's only you're only gonna be a junior next year that's that's amazing and it's nice that you came in with you know that many credits into college but I mean really applaud you for doing that and then you're gonna be doing your master's what are you gonna be getting your master's in just by just curious I don't know like accounting maybe finance oh oh, yeah yeah, for accounting (laughs) definitely (laughs) oh man I was thinking maybe more along the lines of like organizational leadership or, you know, something (laughs) one or two years, something like, you know, I don't know. Like we'll see when it comes. I haven't really thought too much about it and I probably should, but I just haven't. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you, you got, you got a little bit of time here and just focus on, you know, what's happening right now. And I mean, it'll all work out eventually, but I mean, with this next season coming up, do you have any goals for yourself? Do you like to set goals or are you just kind of focused on going out there and playing golf? I would say I do have some goals. Goal is to definitely win a tournament. Yeah. I kind of fell short twice this year, which is so heartbreaking. I finished second in two events. Mm Mm-hmm. And Ashley likes winning. Okay. Ashley likes winning. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, win definitely one, maybe one or two events this Uh season, uh, make to nationals, obviously, and win the national championship with my team. Yeah. Great. And just, you know, enjoy college, enjoy the experience. I don't know. Try not to put too much pressure on, you know, playing well, kind of just enjoy the moment and, you know, have fun with my team and Mm -hmm. have fun with golf because, you know, college golf is such a cool experience. Absolutely. We're so fortunate to play for like such great teams and Mm -hmm. have everything, you know, provided for us, you know, flights and food and everything. So it's just, I don't know, we have to, I want to look more big picture this semester and just enjoy the moment. And yeah, I think do well in school. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. 
and yeah, have a balanced life. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I mean, like you said, I mean, college golf is, it's one of the best things anybody can do while you're at college. And I mean, those years, you're not going to get them back. That's for sure. So, I mean, you definitely want to enjoy the time, you know, while, you know, while you're there. And I mean, have you obviously after college, uh, I'm really curious about have you maybe thought about maybe turning pro? Is that kind of in the equation for you? Or is that just kind of a eh, little too far out of reach for you right now? No, I think I do want to turn pro. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm already this deep into you right. know, and everything. And I'm at this stage where I don't know, like I want to maybe do pro golf for maybe mm -hmm. five to eight years mm -hmm. and see where it takes me. And I do want to travel. I think that's awesome with, yeah. you know, pro golf. You can go to such cool places. Absolutely. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. We'll see where it takes me after that and figure out life later, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got, you definitely have a good amount of time left at Arizona state. So that's definitely something to not, not have to plan for right now. So, I mean, like you do what you're doing, just enjoying your time at Arizona state and in college. I just, just, it just really soak it all in because it's going to be over and uh, you're going to be like, wow, can't believe it's done. Yeah, I know. It goes by so fast. I feel like I was just a freshman and suddenly I'm like telling everyone, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a junior next year. You're right. You're <laughs> like, where did the time go? Yeah, it goes so fast. It's crazy. And now I see what people say, say about like college and mm -hmm. you know, trying to enjoy it while it's here. Absolutely. And I don't know, I'm trying just to not put too much pressure on myself. With, yeah. You know, so just let it happen because most of the times... I think that's the better way to go with, you know, less worry, less stress. Don't yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll work out for the best, I think. In Absolutely. Exactly. Like you said, kind of thinking bigger picture and uh, just uh, just really soaking it all in and enjoying it because it's all about having fun. So, I mean, great mentality to have going into not only this season, but the rest of your college career and everything after that as well. So, I mean, it'll all work out, like you said. But we're heading to the next section of the show here. I just like to call the ham and egg section. Just kind of some for fun questions, get to know you a little bit more, um, kind of bounce around a little bit here on different topics. But the first one I have for here for you is, I mean, you've had a couple seasons at Arizona State, you know, everything that Arizona State has to offer their players. I mean, is I'm really curious about what is your favorite resource that that you just have available to you being a golfer at Arizona State? 100% the bird. Yeah, oh, I bet. I bet. The bird is like the it's awesome. It's literally a house. Yeah. On the golf course. Yeah. So we have like a kitchen, we have couches, TVs, locker rooms, gym, trackman facility. You can even do your homework there. And like they deliver our lunches there too. Oh I'm my like, gosh. We just need to show up and there's like it's always stocked with food, snacks. Um, you know, and and then it kind of just leads out to the, you know, we have six or seven greens out there all designed differently. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, uh the loop. Mm -hmm. Yeah mini par three golf course out there for us mm -hmm. and i mean it's just the place to be and there's always music blasting people around and it's private which is awesome so it's just the team yeah and like not saying i don't like to hang out with people but it's <laughs> because i mean you know i have my moments for sure like i, I like to spend time alone like yeah gotta have that me time yeah, I like to plug in and just, you know, hit balls or practice by myself, but mm -hmm. yeah. having, um, you know, a little privacy and just getting, being able to get stuff done yeah. efficiently is awesome. Absolutely. So, yeah. Gosh, I mean, it's like, can you just put a sleeping bag there and just like, hey, I'm just going to live out of here. Uh, I don't need an apartment. It's fine. <laughs> That's funny that you say that because they actually made it a rule. They're like, no sleeping. <laughs> oh, I see. That is, uh, no you cannot do that. <laughs> yeah, I cannot do that. You can show up at maybe five o'clock in the morning, but no sleeping. I see. I see. So that's a big no, no, don't be doing that. <laughs> but I mean, I've seen pictures, videos, swing videos of people just at the bird. And I mean, that place is just, gosh amazing you know being that you're not originally from the arizona area i know you're from singapore but you moved to arizona area and obviously arizona state is such a well-known college and everything like that i mean was that kind of like 
a standard for you? You were like, I want to go to Arizona State, or I mean, I know you said you wanted to get away from Arizona, but I mean, was that kind of in the back of your mind ever? Like, hey, that's always there. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it it always was there for for sure, and yeah. the coaches were, you know, they followed me a lot too, which really <laughs> made it obvious too. And I was like, okay, yeah, I know. Arizona State, Arizona State's here. I don't know. I like I, I grew up going to the campus. Like yeah, yeah. I, I did Chinese school on like in the buildings, the college buildings and stuff on the really weekend. wow. And I mean, well, yes, because I'm half I'm actually half uh Singaporean. So I speak Chinese. My mom's Chinese and then that's my awesome. Dad, he's Caucasian. Yes. Awesome. So yeah, I don't know. I just and I mean, there was always a stigma of like, oh yeah, all the Arizona kids feed into Arizona State. I get you. I get you. I was like, no, I don't want to be like one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> but here I am. And you know, it was an awesome decision, I think. I love the coaches, as I said before. And yeah. I mean it's just I I like the weather. Yeah. Place. the city's awesome so, they so. i mean you wouldn't trade it for the world i mean it seems like it's been a great fit for you and i mean it's it's tough to say no to asu <laughs> it's tough it was tough <laughs> it was tough yeah i committed i think myself i think i committed my sophomore year yeah it's, so it's it pretty early like, oh, no. it's early but honestly it wasn't oh i knew so many junior golfers because i don't know it's kind of a different generation now yeah with the whole like rules and stuff but so many of them like would commit eighth grade eighth grade yeah year, or even like you know mi- like middle school like sixth grade and i'm like this is crazy like i need to commit <laughs> right yeah you're like I'm looking for a school here and, like was- next one i have here for you is kind of what's in your bag you know i'm really curious obviously ping is known for being out of scottsdale and stuff but i mean what what's in the bag right now for you what kind of clubs do you like to play i've been a ping girl since middle school basically so I've been I'm all ping from putter to three wood and the driver is actually a Callaway oh. I think I play a rogue mm-hmm. but my ping irons are I think the i500s mm-hmm. gotcha I've had them for a while I've had them since I think high school and my putter is a PLD yeah, yeah. I think it's the half moon one the one Victor Hovland uses gotcha um so yeah my wedges are all all ping uh, 58, 54, 50 degree for my wedges. So yeah, and I don't have a four iron, so I have the hybrid. Oh yeah, gotta have the hybrids. Those are those are the best clubs to have. <laughs> oh for sure, you gotta pull out like that hybrid chip, right? <laughs> oh yeah, hybrid chip. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think it's always interesting to hear kind of what the you know what the players are playing out there, and especially ping is so close. I know, I mean they they definitely are generous with giving you know players clubs and stuff and i mean with everything that asu has to offer i'm sure they can get you just about anything they need so um i mean that's just so nice to have the, the resources with ping and everything like that so but really interesting callaway driver huh callaway driver you know unfortunately this one went like 15 yards farther than my ping so oh, like, yeah have to switch yeah that's no brainer yeah it just it flew so much farther i don't know like maybe the face is hotter or something or Mm -hmm. i don't know but i switched my driver i think last year right before nationals and so i've had it since then there you go that's it Mm -hmm. i love hearing what's in the bag though i think that's so cool and next question i have here for you is kind of like you know with the junior golfers i mean what's something you feel maybe junior golfers need to focus on to better their chances at getting recruited or either with the recruiting process or something that maybe with their golf games or something, you know, do you have any advice for them out there? Definitely an advocate for playing a lot more, just like even in practice, just going out and playing, you know, golf courses with your friends, having competition for sure. You know, it's good to compete against people, whether it be in like tournaments or, you know, just practice. Yeah. Um, short game huge i think everyone needs to work on their putting for sure absolutely (laughs) Um, just you know putting yourself out there for sure too with you know the college recruiting process Mm -hmm. like maybe reaching out to coaches or maybe starting an instagram page and like kind of you know advertising yourself that way yeah 
swing videos, tournament results. I think a lot of the junior golfers these days are doing that and mm-hmm. they're doing a good job at that. Absolutely. Because it's a little different now. I think you have to wait till a certain day of your mm-hmm. junior yep. yeah. So just kind of putting yourself on the map with, you know, the coaches because mm-hmm. a lot of the spots go fast. It's crazy. Like, yeah, really. I hear, you know, coaches are already looking at maybe 20, 28, 20, mm-hmm. 29, like recruits. It's crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of being aware of that and kind of getting ahead of the game with, you know, that kind of stuff. And I think definitely playing national events. Mm-hmm. It really, I think matures you as a person and as like a golfer, mm-hmm. because when you get into the college stage, you're going to be traveling 90% of the time, right? Maybe 99% of the time, you'll probably play maybe one event in your, you know, home state or like your home course. Yeah. So I think just getting used to like different grasses and conditions and, you know, different types of golf courses is there. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want to make sure that your game can travel because like you said, I mean, you could be playing your one home event or in in the area that you got, you know, where your school is or whatever. And I mean, you got to be able to travel across the country to, you know, go and go, you know, you got to go low still. So um, I think that's great though. Get out there and play more. Absolutely. Cause I think, I mean, I I hear so many people talk about, especially coaches that I've had on the podcast, you know, they want to see the tournament results. They want to see what kind of scores you're shooting. I mean, you can, you can sit on the range and bang balls, you know, they seem to go better on the range than they do on the golf course. So, I mean, <laughs> that's how it always is. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate, but I mean, yeah, I, a great advice for junior golfers out there. And I mean, I think, um, you know, especially from your situation, you definitely maximized your playing career, both in your junior career and your currently in, you know, currently in your college career. So really good words of advice there. Really glad you brought the, brought those up. Thanks. I, uh, I don't know. I just, I hope it helps someone down the road. I, I know a couple of junior golfers like who went, who are going to my high school right now. And I've actually been talking to them a little bit about the recruiting process as well. And just kind of a little advice. And, you know, I, I love helping them. I mean, I want to see them do well. I want to see everyone do well. So That's great. That's great. It really speaks volumes on the kind of person you are. So it's nice to, um, you know, help the help those out that are looking for advice and stuff. So good for you. I really, really glad that you're, you know, kind of taking them under your wing a little bit. Thanks. I don't know. <laughs> so cute too. I, mean, <laughs> I can't not. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you can't say no. <laughs> but um, we're heading to the last question here. Um, I always like to kind of bring it full circle with kind of maybe the people that have always been in your corner and will continue to be in your corner throughout, you know, life, your golfing career and everything like that. But is there, you know, a person or group of people that have really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? Oh, I want to say definitely my team. Like, yeah, obviously they're great. Always pushing each other. My parents have really, truly inspired me. Mm-hmm. I, my mom when I was younger she definitely pushed me a lot to you know go practice and whatever but honestly I would never go practice and then I <laughs> she kind of just let it go yeah. and then I found it within myself and I'm like you know what I think I think this is what she's saying has been right I yeah I think that's that's the move that's what I need to do to get better and so then I would it's like I learned self-motivation through that. And mm-hmm. I mean, my parents have always been there for me. My coaches, I've been now seeing like all my past coaches, my swing coaches have been, you know, awesome. They've always supported me and wanted me to do well. But now I'm seeing Adam Porzak. And yeah, Adam Porzak. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. He's super enthusiastic. I love his energy and yeah. he's been helping me quite a lot. He caddied for me actually at Anwa. Yeah which is great. Amazing. Um, yeah. I got to know him really well. He got to know me really well on the golf course that week, which is kind of funny because you can kind of see people's true like self on the golf course. And, Absolutely. Yeah. You can learn a lot about each yeah, other. Yes, for sure. And so I think he learned a lot about me and my game. So that was great. Yeah. I mean, even my high school coaches, I still keep in touch with them. They're awesome. 
they're always there to support me. I meet up with them for like lunch and stuff just to catch up and that's awesome. They always want to know what I'm doing. So I I mean all of, like truly I have so many people who inspire me. And I don't know, I just I want to make a difference in the world at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like I do want to play well and I do want to do good, but I want to maybe make an impact and I think I'll figure it out somewhere or another. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And whether it be through golf or not, but we'll see. Absolutely. Well, and it's great. It's, it's whenever I ask that question, it is, it's really hard for, to just narrow it down to one or two people. I mean, it, it takes yeah. a lot of people and you need that support system in golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's great though, to kind of hear the people that are in your circle and you, you're still going to lunches and with your head coach, you know, your high school coaches and stuff. I think that's really awesome. And it's great that, you know, Adam Porzak, I know he, he loves to caddy for his players and his students and stuff. So I think that's awesome. That is awesome. The kind of people you have in your corner. Yeah. They're everyone in the golf community is like awesome. Like, yeah, I've not honestly met a bad person and it's such a tight knit community too. Cause it's crazy how, I mean, for example, you know him really well, but then yeah. again, you're in San Diego, but yeah. it's you, people know people and I don't know, word gets around and I don't know. It's, it's everyone wants everyone to do well I think at the end of the day and wants to grow the game of golf Mm -hmm. which is great so yeah that's awesome you know and it's it's just really great to kind of hear just your story and everything like that and um you know I'm really excited for not only this next season for you but just your the following years and you know professional golf and just business life and I'm really excited for just everything that the future has in store for you and uh, really excited for this next season for you know, the ladies to get underway here and just get the season rolling again. So um, really, really excited for you and just wish you nothing but the best and just kind of your future and stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get this season started. It's crazy how fast summer went too. I bet. Yeah. It went so quick and <laughs> gosh, I mean, I'll, I'll miss it, but I'm excited to, you know, spend time with my team and get back to the grind. There you go. Grind never stops. That's right. <laughs> the great thing about college golf, though, is you get to travel to like coolest places. Right. I mean, I went to Hawaii and we're going to the Bahamas, I think, this year, too. So, wow. That is Looking awesome. Forward that. Looking forward to that for sure. Oh, yeah. Who, who doesn't want to go play golf in the Bahamas in Hawaii? So, can't beat that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, well, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Auto. Ashley, once again, thank you so much for coming on. And um, once again, just hearing your story. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of information here for people to learn from. And, you know, just for you to tell your story. You know, really glad to have you on the podcast here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.